Welcome to week six of the 2019 Bulldog Football Coaches Show. Coach Jensen, thanks for being here. Hey, great to be here again. No, you're not feeling real well, so I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, so, big win the other night, 45-6 over the Woodland Beavers. It seemed like, uh, well, first I'm going to say this, and you can disagree if you'd like, but I thought that was one of the better officiated games that I have seen over the last few years. Certainly better than, and you would not say this, but I will, than it was at Forks. I would agree with that statement, but there were still some things that uh, you know, our, some of our guys were getting high load at the, at the line of scrimmage. They weren't doing very much about that, but as compared to the week before, yeah, it was a much better officiated game. So uh, a couple <coughs> things about Woodland. They came out, they took the opening kickoff, and uh, it seemed like, and you've seen them on film so you would know, but it seemed like their plan was to try to take as much time off the clock as they could to, to not allow us to have the ball. Right. They were waiting for the official to put his hand up for the for the uh, five-second call, so the meaning that they have five seconds to snap the ball. With the new 40-second uh, rule, that it allows teams to kind of do that. If you want to like a delay of game or delay the game a little bit, and they were trying to limit the amount of time we had the ball. Um, it was fairly successful in the first quarter because we kind of shot ourselves in the foot on our first two drives. But um, after that, I thought we settled down and played pretty well. So speaking of that slowdown game, I was flipping channels last night and caught a replay of the O'Day Eastside Catholic game right at the start of the second half. Eastside Catholic kicked off to O'Day, and Eastside Catholic didn't get the ball back until just over a minute left in the third. So it was one of those things. They weren't intentionally trying to slow it down. It's just the way they did it. But it was a pretty impressive ball control drive, which I think Woodland was trying to do, but we didn't necessarily allow them to do yeah. that. Well, I, I, I think our defense has play, done a great job this year of uh, stopping the run. Uh, kind of make, trying to make teams more one-dimensional. A lot of that is credit to uh, Coach Hollitz, who kind of devises the defensive game plan for us. Uh, but we've been pretty successful so far. I just hope it, we can continue that. So speaking of the first quarter, it was a rough start for us. Uh, had a couple turnovers, just seemed like some sloppy play. Um, almost, well, right up until the end of the first quarter, we'd started moving the ball a little bit. But then the second quarter started, and – we were back to playing Bulldog football. Yeah, well, we started the first drive uh, with an interception. It was a mis misread by, I mean, just a miscommunication between a couple of guys. And then uh, the next drive, we, we turned around and fumbled the ball. So uh, we turned the ball over twice in our territory. Our defensive did, did a great job of, of uh, responding. First of all, no one was pointing the finger at anybody or blaming anyone. Uh, so it was a great job by our defense to hold. And then, uh, like you said, we started going then, um, you know, which put up uh, 38 points, I think, in the, between the second and third quarter. Uh, so we were able to get going there. We didn't punt all night. So really the only uh, mistakes we made were self-inflicted wounds. We had three turnovers. Uh, one was late in the fourth quarter. And then we turned it over on downs once, but we didn't, we didn't ever punt it. So... Uh, once we got into sync, we, we were moving the ball pretty well. And speaking of defensively, four interceptions, and that's that's a good defensive effort. There were a lot of tackles behind the line of scrimmage. Uh, Woodland had a tough time getting things going, and I, I think that's one of the things that if we talked off the air about how good we think we are, I think defensively we are pretty strong. Offensively, I'm not taking anything away from it, but we need to see what happens as we yeah. get into a little tougher defensive situation. Right. Yeah, uh, 
we've been like I said earlier, we we've, we've been able to shut down the run. So when you're able to do that, you make teams one dimensional, and it becomes a little bit easier to play defense. Um, I mean, we'll be challenged by that this weekend because uh, we play a lot of man at times. And uh, I mean, we, we Coach Hollis does a good job of mixing it up, zone man blitzing and all those things that kind of confuse what the offense is doing and it's been pretty effective so far um and we kind of did that to woodland i mean they've had some struggles so when things start to go bad you know they're kind of used to that right now with just the way their season has gone so far so uh you know you try to get on those teams early and and kind of bury them so they don't feel like they can stay in the game the other thing, just to point out, Jordan King, another big field goal, 44 yards. Not quite as impressive as the first one. As the 47-yarder seemed like it was going to go another 5 or 10 yards, but this was still a pretty impressive kick. Yeah, he and with the win, which is uh, why we kind of did it, but it was a pretty strong win Friday night, and he just he drilled that, and plus he hit all his extra points and uh, scored a touchdown on top of it, so he had a really good night. I th- he led us in tackles also on defense, so he had a big night. So you looked at we looked at Woodland when we got to the game. They're coming out in the field. We started counting players. I think it was twenty two or twenty three. That's sort of a small number for a two A school. Uh, we've seen that with Port Angeles. We've seen that with Shelton a little bit. What do you think the reason is for these <coughs> these bigger schools or any schools with a lack of turnout numbers? Well, I think right now in our society i mean i think football is getting bashed quite a bit and i think that is making it easier for kids not to play uh woodland had 18 seniors last year you know we you know we only had six seniors last year so every once in a while you get that you don't have very many seniors and that has a big impact on your program uh woodland you know they're starting to struggle so you know you start struggling maybe kids get hurt more easily you know they kind of pull themselves out um <clears throat> they've been traditionally pretty tough the last several years, and uh, they just, uh, for whatever reason, like you said, they, they don't have a lot of kids out right now and don't really have the answer other than it's kind of a, a symptom that's been going around with a lot of programs. Uh, and I think a lot of it is just the way uh, society looks at football a little bit right now, which I don't necessarily agree with. I think football is safer now than it ever has been with how we're teaching things and doing things. But... You know, the concussion thing is really big. They always bring it up with football, but, you know, there's more concussions in soccer and, and uh, you know, there's concussions in other sports too that don't doesn't come to the attention of everybody like, like it does for football. So that's what I was going to say. In the last six or seven years with the rule changes and the changing and how we're trying to teach kids to tackle, it's far safer than it was then. Yeah. I mean, you can see that at the high school, college, and professional level. Yes, there's going to be injuries because it's a collision sport, yeah. but it's uh, – it's much safer than it was for sure. Yeah. And I think officials are, they're calling it tighter. They're looking for the helmet to helmet contact. And that's really what you're trying to get rid of right now in football is, is taking the head out, out of the contact. And that's where all the catastrophic injuries have happened. That's where the concussions come from. Uh, it's the helmet to helmet contact. And everyone's trying to do a better job of eliminating that. So things like uh, rule changes. I know that they're making some changes on kickoffs. Do you, and what the, the statement is, kickoff's one of the most dangerous plays in the game. Do you ever see a point in high school football where the kickoff would be eliminated? And do you have thoughts on that either way? Well, I hate to see it eliminated because 
we take a lot of pride in our special teams, and it's a big part of the game. And so if you take that out, that's just, you know, it's another thing against what, how we do things for us personally. Uh, but I, I think it's probably coming, at least uh, all the trends is saying that that will probably be eliminated at some point. Which is going to change the game for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so this week we've got a big game with Hoquim, homecoming. But also the uh, winner of this game takes control of first place in the league. Uh, they've had success this year. They've got one loss, which is against a tough center team. What do you see from them this year? Well, they're pretty balanced as far as running the ball and throwing the ball. Um, against the center, they were missing a lot of guys, including Matt Brown, who is the returning defensive MVP of the league. Uh, they didn't have him for that game. So you kind of throw that one out a little bit. I think they've only given up like 30 points in the rest of their game. So uh, they've been tough on the defensive side, and they've been very explosive on the offensive side. So they have a lot of weapons on offense, and being balanced, it's hard to uh, predict what you know what they're going to do. Their tendencies, I think, I think we've got a pretty good scouting report going. With, uh, but at the same time, they're pretty balanced. They have some guys that, that are playmakers out there for them. So as it's homecoming week, is there anything different that you do? Is there anything more you have to do to try to keep kids focused? Or is it is it a pretty normal week once kids get on the practice field, they're pretty focused on that and they'll be ready to play Friday? Well, there's certainly a lot of distractions, no doubt about it. But I think that's part of being a high school student. You want them to be able to participate in those things and have that be part of it. Our focus to them is, hey, when it's 3.15, we need you till. 5.30 or 5.45, depending on what time we get done. And then you go back to whatever you need to do to make homecoming uh, special for you. So, All right, well, best of luck this week. I appreciate you coming on the show, despite your uh, feeling a little bit under the weather. <laughs> Before we go, i got to give a quick shout-out to Cooper Johansson and Connor Hollitz, who are big fans of the program. So thanks for listening, guys. And Coach Jensen, thanks again this week. We'll see you on Monday. All right, thank you. thanks a lot.